We are live on the Captain's Log with the legend, Dom Irera. It's a pleasure, buddy. Legend it, my ass, thank <laughs> you. So we're gonna drive, you're gonna drive? Yeah, I multitask, this is the thing, you know. It's not, I, it's not very concealed, look concerning. At me, look at me, I set the, the car automatic driving now, so now we're good. Oh, great. You feel more comfortable, Dom? No, I'm very nervous, <laughs> I need a drink. Matter of fact, you do, damn it. You're the only comedian that comes in town and you got five, six got people you gotta meet. You're like, hey, my buddy over here, I have these friends over here. It's like, what are, what are you doing? You trying to retire in Naples? Retire. I'm never living long after to retire. Did you ever think about retiring from this job? What am I going to retire from? I from, know, right. I do a stand-up. How long has your career been in comedy? I mean, you started in the 80s, right? 1980, I passed at the uh, comic strip and the uh, improv in New York City. But how did you get to that point? Were you The uh, improv in New York City. But how did you get to that point? Were you doing open mics first? How no, did you I didn't start? Really do open mics. I was in an improv group, and uh, I didn't understand them because we needed the money. Because I don't know if you know anything about improv groups, but they have to split everything. So we had to give money to the lighting, the director, all that. Right. Bullshit. So you had more production too with that. Yeah. And there's costs built in. Stand up was was always easy for me because of my gift. I have a great gift that I bring to you, the less gifted. You do you have the gift of gab, right? Did yeah. you have that in school, like growing up too? Yeah, I was funny in school. The first time I did stand up was I was in first grade and this nun says, So you think you're funny? See how funny you are in front of the eighth graders who's trying to intimidate me. I go upstairs, the, the desk went this high on me. Such a, <laughs> run. I did I did well, I worked clean. Wait, kind of, she you you were trying to do your stick in her first grade class, and she yeah, yeah called you um, out. She yeah, heckled you. She, she said, "You think you're so funny? Let's go up to the eighth grade." They were trying to intimidate me. My <laughs> my cousins were in the eighth grade, and they go, "Oh no, what's he up to now?" But I, I really did a good set. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a set, dog. You're it was in a first, set. It was you're all in I first could do. grade. You're in school. I know, but, you, know. <laughs> you called it a set then. Like, who was your inspiration back then? Though, how did you know you wanted to be a stand-up? Uh, I just related to those guys. I would see them on television, and you know, Milton Berle and all those guys. Yep. I just thought, what a cool. Was job. it Red Fox? Was it was that Red Fox? Was he couldn't get his kids couldn't get his albums. Like my uncles would go up and they they lock a door and they listen to Red Fox. How do you always stay relevant? Like you've been doing it for so long, and is it because you're like in the scene in the comedy scene and kind of like? Uh, I'm very lucky, you know. Like the I mean, the young guys watch out, watch my back. They always. Uh, I had Bill Burr and Rogan on the, Joe's podcast yep. talking about how relevant and all the shit that I am, and I, it made me feel so good that these two big comedians and buddies of mine would say such nice things it's about a bitter old guinea best. What's your most memorable uh, experience in this industry? Besides oh the broads. One of the gigs I've done is like, um, I was at the uh, Opera House in uh, Sydney oh, twice. Wow. I was up on stage the second time, I was really appreciating it, you know, and I was thinking, I'm at the Opera House. There's only one person in this whole place that's doing it. It's me right now for this 10, 20 minutes. That's right. That's so fucking cool. And uh, a lot of, like I opened for Cher for years and we were at Madison Wait, Square Garden. Wait, you opened for Cher? You didn't know that? I don't think I ever knew that. Was she a diva or was she really nice? Oh, she's really nice to me. But is she rough to, like? No. No, never, she never, shows up and she's polite to She never like? said a word. Uh, like she never told me. The only joke she didn't like was, 
The one thing you don't want to hear your girlfriend say when you're watching pornography is, now that's a cock. <laughs> she like, she came in and told you don't say that? She what do you mean that's a cock? You can't say that in front of my audience. <laughs> I think it's a great joke. Um, How many times have you been told not to say the joke that you've said in the past? Like where someone basically uh, told you you can't do that anymore, no? Uh, well, you know, things have changed. Right now, it's a lot. Um, we had the whole thing with Richard Pryor all those years ago, and then Dirty Words, George Carlin, and all that. And now it's getting to the point where if you don't say, you, you would have no act if you listen to them. You know? Do you fine tune your act because of that, or do you still do everything you want to do? I still do everything. You, you want have to, do. I think, to give everyone a good show, right? Yeah, I mean, certain words. I mean, first of all, they're wrong on a lot of things, like. Uh, they bleeped Midget when I was on uh, Jimmy Fallon's show. And Midget is not an offensive term. Well, midgets are, are uh, by definition, uh, diminutive people that are proper, uh, perfect proportions. You know, they were dwarfs are the ones that's an illness and a sickness, and that would be like more offensive. But Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs kind of made that more innoc innocuous. Or, you know, yeah. You know, so you have to say little people, little person, right? Uh, you have to then say blow me, that's what you have to say. I'm not fucking blowing my Wait, big when you said when you were on Fallon, did they know you were gonna do that joke? I don't know. Nobody asked me my set. They I didn't was. ask you your set. So you just went up there, you did it, but then they bleeped it? They bleeped it, yeah. How'd you feel about it? I thought it was so stupid that I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say that was so stupid? I don't give a fuck. Live on TV? No. No, that would have been even better. Well, I, 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 I wouldn't know that they were. I don't tease with you. That would have been funny though. I I'm like so the, sorry I didn't plug the band Roots because I'm from Philly and they're from Philly. That's I, I, think I, I saw Roots last weekend. Roots? Yeah, so they went to the concert in Orlando. Were oh, they good? They were good. They who, were. Who else was on the concert? It was a huge, um, like, you mean, who was, they were the headliner. Okay. And so, I don't know, it was, uh, it was a great concert, though. I enjoyed them. It's funny you said that. Remember that song, Slipping Into Darkness? Remember that song? Yes. Well, who sang that? I don't know. I'm bad at that kind of stuff. It's I'm a black bad. group from San Francisco, I think. But these guys, you know what they said? They, they must have thought I was much bigger than I really am. She, they go, we'd love to open for you sometime. <laughs> I'm for you. you think I bring an act that's pretty huge? <laughs> you should have said, absolutely. Uh, let me know what you know what we need to do to make that War. happen. War was the name. Oh, is that right? Remember Eric Burton? Yeah, yeah, I do. War. Boom. What is it good for? Are you a big music buff? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know anything about music that, that, like I don't know history about music. I know pretty much every every uh, lyric to every Beatles song that was released. Really? You're that big of a fan, or do you just easily memorize it? Uh, both. Damn. Uh, I remember I was in Ireland, and they said uh, they were doing morning radio, and they said we fancy we say we, we hear that you fancy yourself an expert on the Beatles. We go, oh, I don't know if I'm an expert, but. I'm a fan, and I don't care about where John Lennon's aunt lived, that kind of stuff. I just like, like the song. The music, yeah. Then they tried to stump me, and maybe somebody will call in and tell you you have a call in? Not right now, because we're driving. You already yelled at me for doing a lot of other things. Be careful when you're talking like well, that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, every time I try to do something, you're, you're, you're on edge, Dom. You're on edge. Would you be on edge if this fucking guy's driving and looking at me? <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm looking at the road. I'm a good multitasker, though, I have to admit. I am very good.
I've been doing this for years, you know? Yeah, some people say they're in jail now. <laughs> What's your favorite Beatles song? I don't have a favorite song. You just like all of them? Well, I like, yes, I like some of them much better than others. But, uh, I mean, Ireland, they tried to, they said, what three records did Paul McCartney play drums on and Ringo wasn't on? And I knew it right away to go, man, you're too good for this room. Wait, what was it? I'm not going to tell you now. What do you mean? I don't want to Google it. I'm driving. Raise your voice to not me. <laughs> uh, the three songs that Paul McCartney, I'll give you guys a chance. Wrong, 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 right. Dear Prudence, back in the USSR, the Ballad of John and Yoko. Oh, back in the USSR. Oh, doing for Miami Beach, B-O-S-C. Didn't get to pay last night. I like that song. Yeah, it's a good song. It is a good, good It's very funny at the time because they were doing like a parody of the Beach Boys. Right. California Girls kind of. Oh, I see. Back that. in the USSR. Yeah. And it shows you how old the song is because there was a USSR then. That's true. That is true. United Soviet Socialist Republic. I would have not got that, Dom. What, the Beatles song? No, what the USSR stood for. Oh. You just busted out some knowledge on me. Well. If you studied 1917, the year that the Bolsheviks went back and took over Mother Russia. <laughs> Don Byrera is my guest, guys. Don't forget, uh, you can see him all weekend at Off the Hook Comedy Club. This is the Captain's Log. And uh, if you like the show, let us know. Leave a comment below. Always leave a rating, of course, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Dom is, uh, I, I looked it up, Dom, the 74th ranked all-time comedian on Comedy Central. How much you pay him for that? Well, see, I did it in, in installments. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't pay him for it. You know, there's some guys that actually thought they got screwed where they, where they were, like it really mattered. Yeah. Did they let you know, hey, Dom, you made the list of top 100? Yeah. They, they let, did? They let me know, and they also, I, I was one of the hosts for, this, for presenting the show. So it was me and uh, Judy Gold, oh, yeah. Mario Joyner, and Greg Geraldo. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, we, we did a show about the show. When did that come out? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking 10 years ago, maybe. Was it? Yeah. It's a great list, though. I, I look at that list, and there's nothing but bangers on it, right? Yeah. I did a strip club show, but I thought maybe we'd go take a peek. 11 of 11, so we got a few hours, you know? You know what's disgusting to me is, like, people that go eat steaks at a strip club. Oh, you never, wait, you never went to... Uh, Rachel's? Rachel's in West Palm Beach? Yeah. So what's disgusting? Steaks are amazing. I know, but I can't eat meat and look at that. But meat. the way that's set up, though, it's not your traditional. Look, I like Rachel's. Don't get them. They're not putting them. They don't sponsor the show. I don't care. Yeah, yeah but, but, I, I, but I, yeah, I don't want these guys. Cause these no, I'm not talking bad. I'm saying I like it, and the steaks are delicious. Right, you just don't want the legs and the steaks. Your voice went up two octaves. You're, you're okay. <laughs> are your balls squeezed? I like Rachel's setup. And uh, I definitely had a few steaks there. But what I don't feel like is the same is when I go into Tootsie's. Rachel's, is I don't get the same dancing What's aspect. Tootsie's? In Miami, Tootsie's. I don't go to Miami for Tootsie's. No? you got to try that. Don't guys, on the Captain's Log. We're out. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll be back live again. Don't miss us.